Hey everybody, it's Tim from 24 Slayton. Hey, I'm here with Mike. We're about to do Real People and see how Mike's been and how he's doing. Hey Mike, what's up? I'm just doing pretty good, bro. Just, you know, nowadays I'm doing good. Yeah? Yep, yeah, it's been, you know, three and a half years since my life went upside down. Yeah. You know, and the drug methamphetamine. Yeah. You know, that got a hold of my life and just turned it upside down and, you know, it was just drug that just can't play with. It's not a game. Yeah, last time I talked to you, you were um, you were working. Yeah, you were living in Azusa. Let me see. Were you doing fire extinguishers or you working at the tire shop? Fire extinguishers. Okay, the fire extinguishers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were doing that. And then um, I guess I went on the road again. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. all over the place, and I didn't see, talk to you for a while. Yeah, I had a house. Bought a house. <laughs> yeah, and then Eric, Eric goes, hey, I talked to Mike not too long ago. So then we came down, and I talked to you that one time. Like, what, a year ago or something like that? Maybe two years ago? When I was back in Almani again. Yeah, back in Almani. Where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? yeah? Good times there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when we were younger, we had great times when we were younger. Yeah, yeah we know, kid, kid stuff, yeah, of course. Yeah. But just, um, so what? For, for, uh, 40 years old. Yeah. Went, okay. back, went back to Almani. I lost everything first. Got divorced, lost my house, lost my job. And that wasn't because of drugs. That mm -hmm. was because of personal... Marriage problems that just didn't work out, and I had to walk away from all that. Yeah. So I had to walk away from all that, and it turned out to be good. No. So I had to walk away from all that, and went back to Almani to live with my aunts, try to start, you know, start another life again, start over again. You know, I had, I had it all. I had everything. Lost everything. Like I said, not because of drugs, until I went, went back to Almani. Yeah. And, uh. I guess I was, you know, pretty sad and just heartbroken about all the things I lost. And tried finding work. I really couldn't find work that I wanted, I guess, you know. So I happened to run to a friend of mine that asked me, uh, you know, I asked, I told him, hey, yeah, I'm looking for work. He's like, oh, you need work? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, here you go. And he hands me a bag of methamphetamine. Yeah. He goes, here's some work for you. I said, well, you know what? Yeah, I guess I can Start selling this. I'm in Namani. Yeah. What else is there to do in Namani besides drugs, sell drugs and do drugs? <laughs> yeah. So I thought, so, so, you know, sell some methamphetamine and make some money off that, I guess, just for a minute. And well, it got to the point where I started using it. You know, I thought that maybe, yeah, I'd do a line here and there and I'd be all right, you know, be a weekend warrior, I guess you could say. Yeah. Which didn't turn out to be a weekend warrior. It became a life thing, you know, where every day, became an everyday thing. You know, especially when I started smoking it. That's when it really got a hold of me when I started to smoke it. And just couldn't put that pipe down, you know, wake up in the morning and, you know, as soon as I woke up, I needed to get high. And there's times where I didn't wake up because I stood up all night. Yeah. You know, and I, didn't, I had a rule. I made sure I ate, made sure I slept as much as possible. And, but still, you're selling drugs. You got people calling you 2, 3 in the morning yeah. for drugs. So I had to be up for that. So I'd be, I'd be getting high at that time anyway. And, Maybe four or five in the morning, I'd go to sleep. Go to sleep for a couple hours, get up, and reach for that pipe. You know, I couldn't do anything, couldn't go nowhere without hitting that pipe for a good hour. Yeah. You know, and even then, I'd, I'd leave for an hour and want to go back home. You know, I'd go to family gatherings. And the whole thing, whole time I'm sitting there talking to everybody, in the back of my mind, is like, man, I need to go home. You know, and I, I'm there with my aunts. I drove my aunts there. And... I couldn't leave them there. I had to go home with them because I had to drive them back home. Yeah. 
So I had to wait for them. And when they were ready to leave, it was like, okay, let's go. I got my stuff, and we were out the door. Yeah. Got home, and then how my ass get off the van, put him in the house, and run to that garage. I stood in the garage, my aunt's house. You know, cool little spot. I had a cool little spot, I guess you could say. Yeah. But I'd run to that garage just for that pipe, you know, and just start hitting that pipe again, you know, and just, you know, selling it, selling it, and I get to the point where, you know, I find a good quantity of it, and I was to the point where I was smoking more than, the, you know, than I was making. Yeah. I was barely making the money to buy more. I was even almost coming up short, not knowing, oh, my God, I'm 20 bucks short. What am I going to do? You know, and I'd find a way to get $20 more, buy some more dope, good thing it sold. If it didn't sell, I would, I would have been shit out of luck. You know, yeah. But I sold it enough to buy more. But I smoked all the profit, all the profit. Yeah, I bought cigarettes maybe here and there, you know. But then, then the police started coming around. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, I guess people, people tell them. Who's the one? Who's the one selling when they get busted? Yeah, that's that's probably yeah. what happens. Exactly, exactly. You know, so you know, I'd be going down the street, you know, and I'd see cops, and they'd pull me over, and good thing I didn't have nothing on me at the time, and they knew my name. I don't know who, what cop, what I didn't even know the cop. Never seen him in my life, but he knew my name. He knew exactly who I was, where I lived, what I was doing. Good thing I had nothing on me. You know, paranoid they're gonna drive me back home and look for it, but wasn't on probation at the time then, so to finally I got caught. A cop, there's one officer that just was an ass to me the first time, of course. You know, he's doing his job. You know, he's just doing his job. So he took me to jail. So I had some, you know, I was, on prob- I was on probation for that reason. Yeah, I got busted before that, and I was on probation. So he caught me again down the street and took me home this time and found it this time. So I got busted again as I'm on probation. Yeah. So he, uh, I had to go do Prop 36 on that one, and um, let me back up. I totally forgot about this. That same cop, when he busted me the first time, I went to jail for the night. Let's me out for some reason, but refiles against me. I ended up going to jail for that one. They gave me 16 months. But I got, I got lucky on that because I was fighting my case in the street. Yeah. So when I went to, to court in Pomona, finally... The judge thought that I had been in jail for six months already. He didn't know I was fighting in the case, I guess, for some reason. Yeah. So he gave me a year credit. I ended, I ended up doing two months and 10 days on 16 months. Oh. Got very lucky. Yes. Uh, the judge just didn't, he, the judge messed up. <laughs> That's all I got lucky. So I got, I got out on that one. Then I get busted again for a dime. By the same officer. And he was cool. You know, a couple times before that, he stopped me in my Mustang with no tags, no insurance. He didn't find the car at all. Twice. Third time was a charm. I had dope this time. Just a little dime bag. Yeah. Takes the truck, takes the car away, impounds it, cost me a thousand bucks to get it out. I go to jail for a night. I have a court case. I go to court, and they gave me Prop 36. So I kept prolonging that, that case. Kept waiting and waiting, telling the judge this and that. Get, get them bullshit lines. He, he could tell the judge was getting pissed. Like, you know what? I, he knew I was lying. So finally, I had to join that. That Prop 36. Which yeah. is a dr- it's a drug class. Yeah. So it's an outpatient. It's an outpatient drug class. And for six months, three times a week. And that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me was that. I had a great counselor. 
He was awesome. Wish I could say his name. <laughs> yeah. He was awesome though. He was just he was there. He walked me through it. Opened my eyes to a lot of things that I couldn't see at first. You know, there's a lot of things I had. A lot, I had a lot of hate, anger. Even though I was sober, I still had that hate and anger in my back of my head. And he would help me to bring it out and to talk to me about it and to be like, hey, you know, this was everything in your life was is gonna happen no matter what. You know. Whatever's gonna happen in your life is gonna happen. You being on drugs, you getting busted, you being in the class is gonna happen no matter what. There's nothing I could have done about it. Maybe I could have by not doing drugs in the beginning, but that's the past there. Yeah. You know, and I was 40 years old when I started doing math. I don't know if I brought that up yet. Yeah. I was 40 years old when I got, did, did math for the first time. And that stuff ain't no joke. But now I'm good now. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I have no, no urges. So. so. So the one thing I I was wondering, like you never you didn't do that. I I I known you forever. You smoked weed and yeah. you know drank a little bit. Like you didn't really drink that much. You drank a little bit here and there. Yeah. So what, like what, what was it like smoking it, or taking that first hit or whatever, and then you were willing to get like you kept going and you were willing to get up give up everything for it. Like <coughs> what, what was that like that like what, like what kept bringing you back? Like why couldn't you stop it? Because you were pretty strong before, you know, you you were you had like good willpower. You had like I've known you forever, and you, you yeah. You would even see people on it or on whatever, and you'd be like, "Dude, what the hell?" And you talk to them. Yep, I had a family member that was on methamphetamine before I was, and I seen everything that person went through, and I still ended up doing it. And it's, I guess maybe the reason why was just to hide my my pain I had inside. Maybe it, was, it numbed me, you know, yeah. to get high. You know, yeah, because I started selling it first, and I happened to do a line, do a line, and then people were smoking it around me, and they happened to pass the pipe to me, and I said, okay, well, let's smoke it and see what it's like. Well, I like the way it's, I, I smoke, I, I, I smoke it better because I, when you snorted it, it burned the shit out of your nose. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was the ugliest feeling in the world. I didn't like it, but I wanted it, but I still would do it every once in a while. When I, but when I got that pipe, that burning sensation was gone now in my nose. It was smoke. So it didn't burn. Yeah. And it was a totally different high. I guess the high was more, just more intense. And I guess the way why I couldn't stop is because I was just hurting inside from losing my wife, my house, my job, my kids, you know? Yeah. I just, I guess, I guess it, deep down inside, I, I was probably trying to numb myself. For the pain that I was going through inside, yeah, because I was a time bomb ready to go off, you know. I know I was, you know. So a good thing that I didn't have nothing came in my face where I would blow up. I didn't have that nothing like that ever happened to me. So I'm good that that didn't happen. But it's just it's hard to say. Well, why people don't don't stop? Yeah, it's a, it's a mind addiction, not a body. It's not a body addiction. It's a mind addiction. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's like kind of why I want to talk to you because that may be like what you went through. Maybe you can help, like their, your story would help somebody that's on it or, you know, on their way to have it, you know, just like, just think about it before you do it, you know, and just like, it's, it's bad. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's bad, but you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's a very hard drug. It's very addicting and don't do it. Just don't do it, man. I'm telling yeah. you right now, just don't do it because people say that the key Key way to drugs is marijuana. Well, maybe it is. 
What I think it is, is two things. The first one is your best friend. Yeah. That's the key way to, to bad drugs, any kind of drug, is your best friend. Because you always got a friend that's tried it first. They walk up to you and say, hey, check this out. Let's try this. And you're going to, that's your friend. Yeah. You know, but deep down inside, I guess he's not really your friend. Yeah. You know, maybe he well, I mean, is your friend, you know, but it's just that this happens. Yeah. And the second thing I think is, yeah. is the one is one word, the word high. Because if you start smoking weed first, you get high. So someone's going to come to you and say, hey, man, you want to get high? Yeah, I want to get high. Yeah. What you got? Well, they bust out something else besides marijuana. So you're thinking the word high. Yeah. All right. That gets me high. Okay, just get high then. Yeah. So you do it, and you take it, and you get high. Next you know, you're high, and you ain't going to stop. You know, it's hard to stop. It's very hard. Yeah. I mean, I think most, like, if your friends, like your friend, they say, like, let try it out. They did it. They don't know. Like, they know the feeling, so they think, oh, he'll like this feeling. Yeah. That's probably what it yeah, is. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I just, I don't see it. I have, like, I think about it all the time, but I'm like, I, because I grew up around a lot of people who did drugs. You know, my brother and just people I knew, just yep. like on drugs bad. And I would look at them, they'd be like, oh man, I had such a good time. And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. You know, I, I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're yes, doing. I remember the whole like night, the day, whatever, whatever it was, when you got home, when you did this, or when I seen you over there, you know, I was like, you guys didn't have a good time. Yeah. Like we had social media back then and we had a camera on you. Oh, yeah. You'd wake up in the morning and go, I go, and then in the morning, usually like people have hangovers or there's whatever, and I'm like, that's fun. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I don't see it. You had a great time doing what? Yeah, and there's, and there's a lot of people that, you know, like, they're there, and there's a lot of people are stuck stuck there in the same spot you were, and, yeah. and they're not getting out, you know? Oh. And they're just getting deeper and deeper, and there's oh. no, and then maybe they don't have anybody help pull them out, or maybe they don't have anyone to talk to it's just it's i mean that that's a that's a rabbit hole to go down like yeah. you go down you you're going down you you can't it's hard to get back up i like i see a lot of people and it seems like it's really hard to get back it is i mean you're a good story i mean you're a good story because i mean you have the, i know you had the willpower because i know when i talked to um eric he goes dude my, mike man he's he's stuck in the garage and it's not whatever yeah i was stuck in my garage on the computer just I just couldn't get out of it. Yeah. I couldn't get out. You yeah, know? You'd, you'd be posting all kinds of stuff on Facebook. And Was I? Yeah. You'd post oh, see? <laughs> see, I don't remember none of that. You'd be posting all kinds of weird stuff on Facebook and just like out there. Wow. And we'd be like, I'd be like oh, well, I know. Yeah, you know, just hanging the wrong person, people. You know, just bringing people in the garage with me that shouldn't even be there. Yeah. You especially know? around your family. and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially around my aunts. Aunts were in the house, out in the garage, and just... Sneaking these people in, just like, what am I doing? You know, and then, then my aunt would walk in in the morning when we're still there. And I'd be like, oh, hi, Thea, what's up? Yeah. And they're like, okay, <laughs> and then they walk right back out. They knew. Yeah. But, of course, you know, I, I, I don't see it. Everybody else sees it. You don't see what you're doing. You think what you're doing is fine. Yeah. And it's not. It's not. And that. That's like that feeling, I guess, is like you're willing to give everything up for it. Like, no matter. Yep. I mean, you're, you mean, you know that you know people that were on it and that people that had problems, and you, you're willing <coughs> to give up. Like, you're willing to 
Like, I don't care. This, this, this feeling is better than anything else that I've done or I'm doing. And uh, that's, I mean, that's what it seemed like to me. There's people that will, you know, they do it, they're doing it, and like, you could tell them, hey, this stuff kills you. You know it kills you. It kills, like, mil m millions of people. Yep, yep. <clears throat> you can't. You lose everything for it, and you still just. You know, you can't tell somebody anything. You can't tell somebody to stop. What are you doing to yourself? Look what you're doing. Just, you know, they're not going to listen. No. They're not going to listen. You know what? Because you, you can't make someone stop. The only way someone can stop is to stop on their own and for themselves. You can't do it for this person. You can't do it for that person. You need to do it for yourself first. Then everything comes behind it and you clean yourself up. Then you're doing it for other people too now. People are coming around you now. People don't want, don't want to come around you when you're on that stuff. Well, as soon as you stop for yourself, they come around. So you're doing it for them also now. Now yeah. you're doing it for them. You know, you've done it for them now. Because now they're, they're back in your life. You know, I had family members that didn't want nothing to do with me. My brother didn't want nothing to do with me. Yeah. He didn't want nothing to do with me. He'd see me and say hi, but he couldn't tell me nothing. Because I didn't want to listen. No one, no one wants to listen. Yeah, you're not gonna, you're not, the only time you're gonna stop is if you want to stop. I mean, exactly. you can, you can, exactly. you can be told every day, but yep. as, but when you're ready to stop, then you're ready to stop. Yep. You yep. can see it, you can see everything, yeah. and just like. Yeah, you know, you know I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you a little story about this one girl I met. I used to sell drugs too. And one day when I, I met her at, the, at a uh, donut shop, <clears throat> and she tells me, Mike, she goes, I hate my life, Mike. You know, I need to rob, steal, sleep with men to buy drugs. You know, she's all, yeah, I'm a bad person, Mike. I'm a bad person. And I sat there and I looked at her and I said, you know what? No, you're not. You're not a bad person. You want to know who the bad person is? So what do you mean? I go, no. I'm the bad person. Because you have to do all that stuff to come see me. Yeah. To buy drugs off of me. And all I do is sit in my garage and wait for you to call me. Beforehand, you were out there robbing, stealing, sleeping with men, doing whatever you can to get money to call me. So who's the bad guy here? I'm the bad guy. Yeah. So you have to do all that to come see me, the drug dealer. You know, yeah, I was, I was a user also, but I was the... I was a drug dealer too, especially where I was at. I was like one of the main guys who came to me. Yeah. They had to do all that stuff to come see me. So who's the bad guy now? Yeah. That's why I feel, I feel like I was the bad guy. You know, yeah, they did bad things, but I was the bad guy. They had to come see. <laughs> yeah. You know. And but it's good that you're like you know you you came you got out of it. I mean I, I know it's still a struggle. Probably you know I think you probably I know you want to go back. Oh no, I have no urge for it at all. Yeah. I don't even think about it. You know, I like I like to see oh, my old friends I used to get high before. Like one of the classes I went to told you, don't hang out with people I used to get high with. Well, maybe some people can't because they can't, they're not strong enough to be around people that are getting high still. They want they might want to get high again. Well, if you can, what, what I do is I see people that I know get high still and I talk to them. You know, I don't sit there and try to drill it inside. You need to quit, you need to quit, you need to quit, stop doing it. No, no, I don't do that. I want them to see me. Just talk to them that way they see me, they see how I'm doing, yeah. and go, wow. Man, Mike's doing pretty good, you know? Mike, you know, how's it feel to be sober? And I tell them straight out, try it. Try it. 
And I walk away and I look back at them and they're thinking like, whoa. And then I've had three or four people that I've seen a couple months later after that driving cars, having jobs, because they tried it. Yeah. They stopped it. They stopped it. Be sober. Sober up. Just try it. Yeah. Try to stop it. And they did it. Yeah, because they seen you. They seen you. And they like, seen me. Well, you know, Mike's not doing it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people thought that I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Well, the news, all the people I met when I, when I started doing that at 40, I met a lot of people I didn't know when I was younger. They didn't know me back then. Yeah. They, they just ran into me just recently, so they thought that I've been doing it for years. You know, which that's fine. Let them think that. But, you know, you can quit. You can quit. You just need the right time to do it. You end up dead or in jail. Yeah. Bottom line. I'm glad you're in neither one. You know what I mean? Been in jail. Yeah. Three or four times. Yeah. You know? But still, I'm, I'm alive. Yeah, you're still alive. You're here. Yeah. Get to talk to you. Yeah. You know? You have, a job, you have a job. And, I'm you working, know. yeah, I'm working. A good, good friend of mine. You don't have a Camaro no more, but. Yeah. Oh, my friend has it. You know, remember Rick Valenzuela? No. No, he's got a, he used to have a Mustang back in the days. <laughs> he owns it now. Yeah. I swore to one guy, some other guy. <laughs> it went around to everybody else. But yeah, he owns it now. That's good. Painted it. Got a small block in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Put a big block back in it. No, nah, it's still. Gas, no, gas prices. Gas prices. Yeah. Yeah, well. It was fun, you know. That's good. I'm, I'm glad you're you're doing good and everything's ha- um, yeah. better in your life. You know, you're, you're still moving up and moving up. You know. That's it, brother. You know, I keep going forward. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a senior citizen this year. Nice. Fifty five years old, bro. Nice. Fifty five. Wow. Well, Fifty five is still alive. So how long did you did you do math? Ten double Lucy. Uh, I'm gonna say 10, 11 years. 10, 11 years I did. Wow. And then you just stopped. And just stopped. I said, forget it. You know what? I got busted that dime. I said, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this officer just doing his job with me. You know, and, and tell you the truth, I, I ran into him after at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And before that, I talked to another officer and told that officer, hey, tell this officer that I'm good nowadays, that I'm, I stopped and that's it. You know, I'm sober. So I ran, happened to run into that, that officer in a restaurant yeah. while he was on duty with other cops. There was a buffet, and I'm at the buffet, and I look up, and there he is. And he looked at me, and he told me, he goes, hey, I got your message, Mike. You're doing good, huh? And I, I told him straight out, you know what? Yeah. And I want to tell you, thank you. And he goes, no, 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 no. You did it, not me. I said, no, no, no. You did it for being on my ass. I got tired of you doing your job. Yeah. Because you know what? Bottom line, police officers are out there. Yeah. To do a job. Yeah. You know, everyone's going to need a cop one day. You're going to need a cop one day, and I guarantee you ain't going to be calling Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be calling the police. So don't be putting police down. They're doing a job, like a job that, whatever job you guys got, you're doing it for a reason to make money. Yep. They got a job, they're doing it. Yep. Because they love their job. That's not about mine. Yeah. Don't hate cops. I, you know, yeah, I used to hate cops when I first, was when I was getting high. Yeah. You know, how with them, fuck them, you know, but no. You, got, you know, now you think about it, like, wow. They're just doing their job. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for them, I'd probably be in the streets. Yeah. You know, my aunt, my aunt told me the next time I get arrested, I'm in the streets. I'm throwing you out in the streets. And. Hi, Mike. That's it, bro. That was good, man. Everything's good, man. Yeah. No. Okay. I'll see you again. We'll, come, well, maybe yeah. keep, we'll keep in touch and come back and knock another, you know, another episode maybe yeah, here yeah, down the yeah, down the yeah. line. I'll be glad to. You're glad. still doing good. You'll still be doing good. You'll still oh, be yeah. still be walking around. Do your thing, oh, right? Yeah, definitely, brother.
All right, then. All right, everybody. Cool. This is Mike. Mike Billings. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Okay. This, um, hopefully this is, this helped um, some people out there, and we're going to um, keep pushing. We'll do some more. And um, hope you guys enjoyed. Like and subscribe to um, 24slayton.com. 24slayton on all social media. Now we're out. That was episode one. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for episode two. Like and subscribe.